episode of What's Up Falcons, we break down movies coming out in 2024 and Skiss and CISA events happening in February and March. We will also be diving into middle school students' CISA experiences on and off the field, as well as exploring different ways people celebrate Valentine's. Hi, I'm Hilly. And I'm Anetka. And, and this, this is What's Up Falcons. Now let's dive into the movie world of 2024. Disclaimer, all of the dates for the releases are for the U.S., as those are the only ones available at time of recording. We have all probably heard about the new Mean Girls reboot that came out in January. Some other exciting movies coming out are Kung Fu Panda 4 on March 7th, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire on March 22nd, The Garfield Movie on May 24th, Inside Out 2 on June 14th, Despicable Me 4 on July 3rd, Deadpool 3 on July 26th, and Beetlejuice 2 on September 6th. Then, on November 8th, we get Venom 3, Wicked on November 27th, an animated The Lord of the Rings movie on December 13th, and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Mufasa the Lion King are both coming out on December 20th. And for all of the Colleen Hoover book lovers out there, you will be delighted to know that It Ends With Us is coming out on June 21st. And now, let us introduce the Skiss and Sisa events in February and March. From the 2023 to 2024 school year, all sports events are now going through SCIS, the Sports Council of International Schools. However, all other events, which are now academic like speech and debate or robotics, are still CISA. This weekend from the 8th to the 11th of February, we have middle school swimming flying out to Brussels and upper school swimming going to Bucharest. On March 1st through the 2nd is the DVAC middle school and high school swimming in Budapest. Good luck to all our swimmers. And in March, we have high school ISTA staying here on Czech soil, middle school boys basketball going to Basel, middle school girls basketball going to Bucharest, junior varsity boys basketball going to Zurich, junior varsity girls basketball is hosted here in Prague, varsity boys basketball going to Warsaw, and finally varsity girls basketball going to Budapest. Now let's talk to a middle school student about what it's like traveling and competing for CISA, both on and off the field and in academics. Hello and welcome. Could you please introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Allegra and I'm in the 8th grade. So, what sports events have you done in CISA? So, for sports events, last year I did the most and I traveled for football and basketball twice. Have you done any CISA events that weren't sport related? Yeah, last year too I did CISA band and orchestra. So, do you think there's like a difference in the atmosphere between band, tra traveling for a band versus traveling for a sport? Yeah, so I think that traveling for a sport, it's a little different than traveling for something like CISA band and orchestra because there's more of a competitive atmosphere and it's a little more tense when you're traveling for sports, especially if you're competing. Whilst when you're in an academic thing that's like not competing, for example, CISA band, it's different because you just all see yourself as a community rather than people that could possibly like change your overall performance and the, the place that you get into. Do you think that there's a difference in how you perceive your sports teammates versus your bandmates? Yeah, I think it's different because if you mess up in band, it's not that big of a deal because maybe you just made like a little wrong note or you're playing something flat, for example. But in a sports community while you're playing and someone messes up a pass, that could be really different people's reactions, especially because 
your wrong pass could really affect how the game plays out and maybe the overall performance of your team. Do you feel like some people might put you down in sports versus band? I do think that, especially if you're playing in mixed grades, sometimes it can be um, a little pressuring if you're on the younger side of the team. And if you mess up in a game and it's, it's a really bad mess up, then you can probably expect that people's reactions won't be too great. So talking about that, do you think that maybe a, team sp uh, a solo sport would be better than a team sport? Well, in my opinion, I still prefer a team sport because I've always been a team sport player. Like, I don't really play solo sports. And I just think that it's better to build your community and you need to learn from the people that you may not like on your team. And you can still, like, get through it and see that you all have the same main objective, and that's probably to win. Do you think a team is important even in non-physical competition like debate or math counts? I do think it's important because you need that team to support you all throughout and give you advice. And is there a sport or academic event you would like to travel for? Well, this year I'm thinking of trying out softball if I don't have too much work to do because for the past two years in middle school in ISP, I've done volleyball and it's mostly because most of my friends were doing it and I've just seen volleyball more interesting for the past two years, but I think this year I'm gonna try out softball, but I don't really expect to travel for that since it's only gonna be my first year play. What was the best part about the sports CISA events that you've well, been at? The sports CISA events, it's really fun when you win as, um, even if it's just one game and it, you don't get first place, even if you do like win a game with your teammates, that's always like a really good feeling. And I think it's really fun those those times when you're like with your friends or your roommates in your hotel room and it's like a feeling of being independent. It's really nice. So moving on to something we've talked about earlier about SKIS this year. Um, you've hosted for SKIS, right? Yes. So this year I hosted SKIS Football Girls. Even though I wasn't, I didn't get selected for the team that was playing, I still hosted and it was a really fun experience because I got to know these girls that were similar to me, similar in age. And you got to have them in your home. Even though you didn't quite know them, you got to know them. And it was really fun watching them go through um, an experience that you knew, that you know is like really fun to be in. And it was my first time doing it, so I didn't quite know how it would go, but it was, it was good. It was fun. Uh, do you think there's a difference hosting girls you will compete against or girls you won't compete against? Yeah, so something actually that was pretty nice about not being selected for the team, if you try to look on the positive side, you don't have to see these girls as like something you have to compete against. Or a lot of times in sports events, you when you're playing against a certain team and then you're maybe like, wow, these, these people are always fouling me and they're always being so aggressive with my teammates. And I've been in situations like that, but this year I didn't have to go through that because I didn't see these girls as competitive players since I wasn't really playing against them. Well, thank you so much for your time and we hope you enjoy all your future CISA and SCIS events. Thank you so much. So we have Valentine's Day coming up, so don't forget to grab a bouquet and chocolates.
On the 14th, we have the Valentine's Day bake sale from 1 to 5. Speaking of Valentine's Day, did you know that different cultures celebrate it differently and at different times of the year? Yeah, South Korea celebrates love on the 14th of each month. Day of Roses is celebrated in May, Valentine's Day is on February 14th, and April 14th is Black Day. Black Day is for Koreans who are single. Those singles dress in black and eat black noodles. In Japan, they have two Valentine's Days. The first is on February 14th, when women give chocolates to males they admire. The second Valentine's Day, White Day, is celebrated on March 14th. On this day, the men give expensive gifts. In Brazil, they don't celebrate it on February 14th, but instead on June 12th, Lover's Day. The Taiwanese celebrate Valentine's Day, but also have their special day for love on July 7th. On this day, men give women flowers, and the color and number of flowers have different meanings. What a wonderful way to celebrate love. And for all of us singles out there, what about Galentines? A lot of people don't actually know that Galentines has its own celebration. The idea first came to popularity on the comedy show Parks and Recreation. The lead, Leslie Nope, celebrates the 13th of February by inviting a group of her girlfriends to a local diner. In this modern era, Valentine's Day is a rising idea, almost as popular as Valentine's Day itself. It often involves a lot of pink, chocolates, and self-care. For this year, you can plan a hangout with a rom-com movie paired with a tub of your favorite ice cream. You don't even have to do it with friends. Just enjoy a day to love yourself. Today, we have covered fun topics like what motion pictures will appear on our screens to more serious discussions about whether a team is better in all aspects of competition rather than in just physical sports. We have also covered how different parts of the world celebrate Valentine's Day and the meaning of Galentine's Day. That's it for us today. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you think. We're interested in knowing your thoughts. If you're new to WhatsApp Falcons, you can support us by clicking subscribe or follow on your preferred podcasting app, leaving a review, and most importantly, sharing this podcast with your friends and family.